0: Hi, everybody. It's Laura. Uh, Today, we are going to do a podcast with Dr. Lee. Hello. And we are going to do the second half of um, ARDS and the vent settings that are appropriate. So I will give it to Dr. Lee. Hi, everyone. So today, we're going to talk specifically about vent strategies for someone who, let's say, we've just intubated for ARDS and what should we put as our initial vent settings and what should we look for. So when you first have someone on a vent, uh, specifically for severe, moderate, whatever reason, ARDS, um, our primary goal is to do lung protective ventilation. And what that means is we care about the tidal volume, the PEEP and the FiO2, um, and vent synchrony between the patient and the machine. So the most, rigid thing we should set always is the patient's tidal volume, meaning we um, should aim for low tidal volume inhalation, and that is defined as between 6 to 8 cc's per kilo of ideal body weight of the patient. And ideal body weight is always calculated based on patient's height and their sex. So once that's established, we generally try not to deviate from that tidal volume setting because that is the only thing that's been shown in the literature to improve mortality in ARDS patients on the vent. So we want to minimize the volume trauma that can be given when we have too much tidal volume on a patient in positive pressure ventilation. So that's number one, we set the tidal volume. Because it's a low tidal volume, most patients will not like to breathe and uh, in that way and will need to be heavily sedated and possibly paralyzed to maintain vent synchrony. The next thing is obviously FiO2. We want to titrate that to an O2 sat Um, greater than or equal to 92% is generally, we don't need to over-oxygenate and target 100% necessarily because too much oxygen can also be toxic. So as long as they're above 90 to 92%, that's good. Or a PaO2 on the blood gas between 55 and 80. So that is our goal. And then finally, PEEP. PEEP is the hardest thing to set Um, and everybody has their own style, mainly because there's no set uh, hard and fast guidelines for it because every patient is so variable. And ARDS is such a heterogeneous disease. It, anything can cause ARDS. Um, and so depending on the reason someone developed ARDS and developed a need for mechanical ventilation, their PEEP requirements might be different. So ge- patients generally, um, however, we try to go on a high PEEP uh, strategy, meaning we try to start at a high PEEP and then if the patient cannot handle it, then we, try, and then we go down to the highest that they can tolerate without any side effects, that can improve their oxygenation. What would be the side effects that you would be looking for with someone that has a high PEEP? Yeah, that's a good question. So high PEEP can be very dangerous. It's PEEP uh, is pressure, right? It's positive and expiratory pressure. So that increases your intrathoracic pressure, which is already increased because of being on the ventilator. So it decreases your cardiovascular preload and it can cause hypotension. Okay. So that's one we look for, blood pressure, hemodynamic changes when you're changing PEEP. The second is um, a lot of barotrauma causing um, uh, either pneumo, like you basically can pop a lung. So in any way, you can have pneumo mediastinum, pneumothorax, which is the worst, and especially on a vent, they can progress into Tension pneumothorax, and um, you know, be very catastrophic. So you want to minimize how much of, of that pressure you're giving, because the PEEP is the purpose of PEEP is to distend the alveoli and kind of open mm. up the kind of the alveoli that in your lungs that are very full of ex- fluid or inflammation or infection or whatever to open those up and cu- and to let air go so that the patient can get oxygen. However. Sometimes, the instead of going into the disease alveoli and opening it up, sometimes it goes into normal alveoli and over distensum them, mm-hmm. and then they can pop as a result. Mm-hmm. You, go, you crank the peep really high. And there's very little things that we can do at VetSide to be able to predict which patients will, the air will go into the, the right ones that we want it to go to. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to, I generally start off high, meaning 20, that's pretty high, especially a 100% FiO2. And then if they can't handle it for hemodynamic reasons or I think it's going to cause too much barotrauma, then you can bring it down um, slowly and kind of see how the patient I responds. Mm-hmm. Um, now what about the tidal volume? Do you usually increase tidal volume? So the only real reason to increase tidal volume or liberate the tidal volume is if they are coming out of ARDS, meaning they're recovering, and we don't really need to be that strict with the vent settings, or if they're truly, truly having really bad respiratory acidosis. So we, after we intubate and we set our vent settings, we check blood gases in pretty frequently to make sure we're targeting our PAO2 or oxygenation, that's one thing, but also ventilation. We expect someone to have a little be a little hypercapnic and be acidotic because of it, because we're giving them such low tidal volumes. We call that permissive hypercapnia, meaning we tolerate it up, up to a point. Mm-hmm. If the pH falls below generally 7.25 or lower, then we, should, we can do vent um, manipulations on the, uh, the vent settings in order to improve the hypercapnia. However, we try our best not to handle the tidal, increase the tidal volume too much. Now, as far as medications for ARDS, does that depend on what the underlying cause is? Yes, so we, will, uh, in the meantime, after you know the vent sittings have been optimized, we want to treat the underlying reason the patient mm-hmm. went into areas, whether it be in pneumonia, we treat with antibiotics. Um, steroids. Steroids, which, which can help with either sepsis treatment or mm-hmm. um, really severe ARDS in some patients, or it's reasonable to choose that, or if it's due to, like, Blood transfusion reaction, etc., mm-hmm. then we can give, you know, treatment for that, or just wait it out, essentially, mm-hmm. huh, for the patients to improve. Great, Lori. Do you have any questions? Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Lee, and um, we look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you.